right, well, good evening and happy Friday to all of you wonderful people. I'm so glad that you guys have been bearing with me as my schedule has completely just been lopsided here as of late uh, with my play schedule, which is next weekend. So first off, welcome to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you for joining us. I don't want to get too far ahead here. Um, it has been a heck of a week, but uh, I'll make sure I, I plug the things I need to plug. Um, I'm grateful for the new listeners over the last couple of weeks. Um, the listenership has been up, and I'm very grateful for that. Also, I just wanted to, to say that, uh, again, you can follow us on any platform as far as podcasts and subscriptions, uh, anywhere that you get your podcasts. Our Facebook page has our updates. Our YouTube channel also has all of our content. So that's all archived there if you want to go back and listen to some long-form interviews which we have on the channel. I promise that we'll get back to them eventually. It's just uh, This has just been a phase of life for me so far. Um, so please go check that stuff out. And also, if you're going to be in the mid-Michigan area, the first two weekends of February here, starting next weekend um, on Thursday, the February 2nd, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the following week, all the way on February 12th, I will be in a play at the Sock Theater. It's called The Play That Goes Wrong. It's a magnificent play. It is is fun for the entire family. I would say probably ages eight and below probably won't get a lot of this stuff. Um, so I would say maybe that's a good line of demarcation. But it is family friendly. Uh, and uh, I'm in it, and I'm I'm so grateful. I've talked about it on this show, and uh, that ha- that type of schedule has really eaten into my podcasting. But I still wanted to commit to it. So thank you guys for just shifting expectations here just for a little bit. Still got a couple more weeks of this. So that out of the way, I want to talk about something. It hits home personally uh, for me, but it has been a theme. I, I've told you guys before I had that epiphany like six years ago where I said, you know, I'm not going to worry about anything anymore. And then God slowly met the desires of my heart. We've talked about that here in the past. But there's a second half to that, actually, in my opinion, that it, that it's married to. And that all has to do with waiting, waiting patiently on the Lord. That is the fulfillment of of your faithfulness. You can acknowledge that you're like, well, okay, gosh darn it, God is the is the right play here. He is the he's the right person to run my life, but what happens when it doesn't happen in the time frame that I would prefer? What happens then? And so we are waiting on God to do a lot of things. And and I've I've shared with you before, I've had the permission of of the people involved that, you know, for me, I'm I'm going to be 29 here next week. Shout out my birthday uh, next week. Uh, and, you know, I, I'd like to think by now, if you asked me 10 years ago, would I be married? Would I have kids by now? I'd like to think I'd be closing in on that. Now, my, my parents, they didn't have me till they were 30 and 31. But, you know, that was something that, you know, I, I look at and I'm thinking in my head of my parents, am I doing better than my parents' generation? All, all of those things, right? Well, I'm I'm still you know still single and I've been waiting. That's like the one thing I've been been waiting on. Other things you know it's it's fulfillment and career. Um, what do you want to, What do you want from my from my life, Lord? All these things, but waiting and it's, that might not even be a test. It's just not your time. But what are we gonna do in the times we come impatient? Or as one of my friends has said, impatiently waiting on God. 
Well, here are some of the Bible verses from the ESV translation that talk about waiting on God. Just as a reminder, from Isaiah chapter 40, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Psalm 27, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Lamentations 3, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Isaiah 30, therefore the Lord waits to be gracious to you, and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. James 5, be patient therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it arrives, the early and the late rains, until it arrives. Sorry. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Psalm 27. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Second Peter 3. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. That talks about uh, God waiting on us and not being too quick to judge. He's giving us time to respond to him, right? And so that that takes the whole idea of waiting and flipping it back on on God saying, he's also very patient with us. Romans 5, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. Micah 7, but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Psalm 130, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. Just Those are just some of the things that are in scripture about waiting on God. It is so difficult, but always worth it. But I can say that as a platitude because that's what I'm supposed to say. I'm a pastor and I've walked with God uh, pretty much my entire life at least tried to. I've certainly wandered from that from time to time with, with my apathy and my um, willful disobedience, but try not to live outside of the fold. Try, try still being conscientious of, of what I'm called to in a holiness and uh, lifestyle, constantly falling short, of course. But waiting on God, so much easier said than done. Easier for me to say into this podcast microphone for you guys to hear it, but I want to let you know that when I fell in love my senior year of college, that was a feeling I'd never experienced before. I didn't even know what it was. And through some some counseling and some help with some loved ones, they helped me discover like why was that time so like impactful in my life. And that and that was something that, you know, I, I've talked about on the podcast before. So that's not maybe a surprise to some of you. But again, now it's been close to seven years, coming up on seven years since that, that feeling. It's, it's something that I've missed. And it's also something I've chased and tried to find in other relationships, tried to master it myself. You see, when we fail to wait on the Lord, we try to solve everything ourselves. We try to insert ourselves into that waiting period. And let me tell you, it's been a disaster. And it's been a long time for me uh, to be able to reframe that and to say, well, Obviously, that's not the plan God had for me. I can be angry at that. But also, at the same time, I've been given the ability to try to seek it out myself, and it's ended in disaster. I've hurt 
people. I've been hurt in relationships because you go through a breakup. You're you're not compatible. You know, you have regrets and all those things. And there, there was never a piece about it. I was always trying to solve it myself because I was unwilling to wait. Instead of being grateful for the time that I was given, that I that I was able to be close to somebody, uh, and that somebody that I cared about and still um, care about, not in the same way, mind you, not in the same way. There's been boundaries, and and we've been able to grow out of that, which has been beautiful. But that's like something that's very rare for a lot of people is is being able to find another person that you can that you can trust, that you can be vulnerable with, and knowing that your heart is safe with them. And obviously for me, that wasn't, that wasn't the path that God had for me. So having tasted what maybe could be something like that, like a fulfillment of, of God's plan relationship wise, I've obviously wanted that back, but I've been struggling as to how to get that back. And it's, it's been taken, it's taken me a long time, but those last couple of years have been monumental ever since becoming a pastor because it really hasn't been the forefront of my mind and I've tried to give God more things in my life uh, because of that. It's like I have to. I'm not going to be a good pastor if I can't lead by example or I'm unable to, unwilling to even. So any word of encouragement to anyone out there, whether you're stuck in a job you hate, but you're there for a reason. Uh, You know that... I mean, you have some discontent in your interpersonal life, sometimes like myself. Uh, waiting on the Lord is always worth it. It's difficult, though. It's so difficult sometimes. And this isn't some prosperity preaching where, hey, if you just wait, God will make you a millionaire. No, 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 no. That has nothing to do with God's plan for your life. And trust me, there is a plan. We, there's been several books written on this, and I'm. this is not the purpose of this podcast, but there is a way in which you can live in harmony with God, and the things that he will do for you will blow your mind. They might not be what you would have in mind, though, as far as if you had to draw up your entire life and make it, quote-unquote, perfect. doesn't mean you're going to have that beach house or your favorite sports car. You're going to be making you know, six figures a year and then eventually seven. That that Those are all like American dream and Americanized versions of things. That's not what most people get to experience. But what does it mean to live a fulfilled life with God, knowing that you have given over your desires and you're willing to wait for whatever direction he gives you? And so if he gives you marching orders, you do it. And then you say, okay, God, what is my next plan? What is, what, what's next? And he just gives you a holding pattern. Stay put. Stay put. Wait on me. I'm coming. I will not be late at all in coming to you with your next assignment, quote unquote, to, to expect, extend the metaphor, right? This timing is perfect. And that will take a test of character. It will stretch you. God might eliminate a lot of things out of your life. I've talked about on here about friendships. You know, the, the, my life is so drastically different now than it was two years ago. And all of that has come because I've said, okay, God, well, apparently you're going to run things uh, for a while. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to submit to that. And so knowing the joy that I've had, the thing that keeps my hope up is that, one, I can look back and see where I was and look at where I've come and knowing that it has nothing to do with me because I tried it for the years prior and it didn't work very well. I was incredibly discontent. I was sad. I was angry. And, and since then, you know, I find myself having to repent of my discontentment because it's like I feel like I'm being uh, guilty of covetousness because I look at 
what I've been given. And it's like, is it still not enough? But my professional life, my personal life, as far as new friends, lasting relationships, finding those, there's eternal investments, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago, whether it's, you know, in impacting the life of a child, investing in the life of a child, paying attention to those moments that come your day, come around during your day in which you can pour into the kingdom of God or make the kingdom of God made manifest in somebody else's life by helping the least of these, by giving your testimony about Jesus, talk, talking to them about something that's far more important than the superficial conversations that dominate our society. Those are the things that I personally have been looking out for. And the times where I find myself discontent, obviously regards my personal life my or lack of love life, I just pray about it. And just say, God, you know, if if what I experienced was just a taste of what you know marriage is, then I can't wait for it. I cannot. I mean, ironically, I can't wait, but I am willing to, knowing that your timing is perfect. God knows the desires for those for those ladies who might be looking, at least in America, who might be looking at a lot of the science. You're you're getting a little bit older, and you don't have kids, and you're looking about all the things that. Doctors say if you don't have kids, infertility issues, the risk of having children when you're older. I'm only saying that based on conversations of having girlfriends about the pressure they were under. To guys, if you don't believe you can be the, the breadwinner uh, at all, or you, you don't, you're not married yet, you feel like a failure. Like, what, what does God think about, about you in your life? You know, sometimes it's so much easier to think, what would Satan rather want for you in this moment? And reframing it through that lens certainly helps. So I, I offer this as a as a word of encouragement that God has brought you this far and he will not fail to continue to do so. It is an amazing thing to walk side by side with the Lord. Take it from somebody who I've been a Christian my entire life, but but took it for granted about the access we have. We have like a cheat code to life in the Bible and we have free access to the best and most amazing counselor uh, parent, friend ever because we can reach out and talk to God because he is dwelling among us right now. He's not some in far distant land where we have to write a letter to him. He's right here right now. What a beautiful thing that is. May you take this peace, love, hope, and joy this evening. May God bless you. May God keep you.